they fucking good Did your hood show you love, did the hoes say you fly If your friends say you loyal, you throw your rollies in the sky For the trellis For the trellis Yo no! <laughs> <laughs> One, two, eight What? What's that? 128 days since we last graced them with our presence. That's what you call it, motherfucking hiatus. Mm. No, we was just on that, our insecure shit, you know? We took off for three years and then came back and dropped season four. Dang. You know what I'm saying? No, but I, how ex- I am so excited. Man, so much has happened. So much has happened. See, the devil tried to break us up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... Jesus via COVID vaccination. <laughs> mm-hmm. The studio finally opened up so we can record. Mm. Oh, the blood of the Lord is a phase two. Reopen. Mm-mm. Yo, oh my gosh. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing hey, great. Hey, I want, you, I want you to know something. What's that? I want you to know that I see you and your hair. Growth. Growth. Yo, don't size me. Don't size me. Yo, don't size me. Don't size me. Nigga, I see you. If don't nobody see you, I see you. Get this shit in a solid ponytail, too. Solid ponytail. Hey, time. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Yo, I love it. I love it. I, I see you with your uh, pop smoke suit in front. You see me? I see you. I'm really happy. Oh my gosh, this is, this is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. So much has happened um, since we February last, 5th. Yeah, since the last time we recorded. Yes. Little did we know, because we um, were wrapping up the season, mm-hmm. wrapping up season two, because we were going on our, uh, our trip our trip to uh, Maldives. Which hockey people are like, hockey and also low-key like, yeah, nigga, that's why y'all couldn't travel. Yeah, mm-hmm. nigga, fuck y'all vacations. Hmm. No, fuck you, because we still went. We still went. Just in the nigga time. Just in the nigga time. So, let's kind of back, back up yeah, yeah, to yeah. February 5th so we can let people know, like, what the fuck what has been happened? happening right. since then. So, as we have come to find out, um, coronavirus, COVID-19, was actually already live, live. And, live and in full effect. Here, Europe. Everywhere. In Europe, for sure. I think our first case was actually in January. Right. Um, yeah, but it was like a one, one case like in January. Uh, but over in Europe and in Asia, mm-hmm. it was, that shit was popping like the club at 130. Shoot, you talking about 7? Uh, what was it, 7? 12, 7? Shit popping. So, let's go back. So, we okay. took a break and we said, okay. We're going to take a break because mm-hmm. we're about to go. We're about to go travel. We're about to go. Mm-hmm. We're on a world tour. Um, and which, that was crazy. We haven't even talked we about that. Talk, we haven't talked about what happened. What the fuck happened? So, besides the besides us almost getting... Uh, corona before it was Corona. Corona before it was Corona, which high key, I think niggas had already had Corona. I think so. This past winter, niggas had the, the unfuckwittable flu. Thinking they had the regular flu, like, basic. Unfuckwittable. Ah. Like, they was like, nigga, I got the flu. Like, I got the flu six. Mm-mm, not the flu six. Like, seriously. Like, the flu's point 
27th because people had like really bad symptoms. They was like, oh my God, my fever won't break. Like I can't breathe. I'm dying. Like I'm dying. Like all these things. And like whole time it was like, no, no, you have Corona. Thinking they had the regular flu. Thinking they had the flu, but it was like doctors were saying it's the flu, but it's not the flu. So it was very, very crazy. So let's go back. So we took a break and then we surprised. Oh, yeah. We surprised uh, the producer. We surprised our executive producer with a uh, surprise trip to a birthday trip of your dreams. Mm hmm. So let's back up. So let's back up. Yeah, okay. let's back up. Let's back up. So we love to travel, as people know. And so we. Uh, last year, me and Dara had surprised uh, you yep. because you had always said that you wanted to go to Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras for your 35th. So even though we had just come back from Thailand, I ain't 35. I ain't 35 on the, on the podcast. How old are I'm you? I'm like 25 on the podcast. They think I'm 25 on the jump. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. My ladies. Oh. My fans think I'm 25. Oh. All right, um, man. Okay. okay. It's added, the cat's out of the bag then. All right. So, for my 35th yeah. birthday, thanks for cock blocking. My bad. <laughs> my bad. Um, no, you know what cock block is because you got a nine to five. <laughs> okay. Be some <laughs> 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 is out here looking for niggas Ooh. that is CEO. See, entrepreneurs. Right. Entrepreneur. Hustling entrepreneurs. First of all, I, I, I digress. I want to just hop on that. For just two Look, seconds. All right, focus, focus. I we, am gonna, we, focus, we gonna get to but, it. But I wanna we're, hop we're on this really quickly. <laughs> I wanna hop on this really quickly. Just, just, I'm just gonna like all right, all right, in and out all that. Right, run your shit. Run in your shit. Run your shit. Run your shit. I think that is disrespectful for a bitch that's built like a beanbag. Oh shit. Uh, you wanna be my boyfriend? For a bitch that is built like a beanbag. Who has eyebrows drawn on by a fifth grader, my nigga. With a slash joint. We haven't slashed our fucking eyebrows since motherfucking Omarion introduced us to motherfucking bounce, bounce, bounce. Like, nigga, get back. The other thing that I'm like, two weeks ago, bitch, you only have $43 in your account. She been trying to push for that million, dad. The motherfuckers that support you that has bought your book. That have it's bought, nine to five. That have bought your Walmart-ass lip gloss that you repackaged. Those are people, and normally I say bitches because, you know, I just say bitches, but I'm going to say those are women mm -hmm. who support you right. with income from their nine to five. That shit is hella disrespectful. Mm. The other thing is that's why your ass is single. If you really want to know the truth, the reason why you always talking about you can't find nobody, you can't do this, you can't do that, is because your idea of who you looking for is not aligned to really what you bring in. But this is also the thing. So, like, your fucking men her mentality, her mentality is off. messed up. But even Nick was trying to like throw her a bone, and she didn't even realize it. So Nick stayed trying to throw bitches bones. He tried. <laughs> he stayed trying to throw a bitch bone, but he and he has some bad bitches. You know, he got some bad joints, Nick. Everybody can call him corny. That's Mariah, my man. Christina Milia. The list goes on. Kim Kardashian. The, li the list goes on. Like, oh, he's throwing a bone. Lots of them. But no, no, he did. He really did try to throw a bone. He was like, so you trying to say like a mechanic can't be it. That was right. Yeah. You know, a mechanic can absolutely be an entrepreneur. 
Like, he was like, the person can't have a trade? No. But then he asked if her. I'm a mechanic and I start my own, and I start my own shop. mechanic shop, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. But then he was like, oh, so her, you want you a CEO? Her dumbass. And she see, was like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But CEOs, yeah. those are nine to five niggas. Exactly. They're not entrepreneurs. Exactly. I mean, you can be an entrepreneur and be a CEO, but just because you're a CEO does not make you an entrepreneur. Most or, CEOs are not, not entrepreneurs. entrepreneurs. Right. So make up your mind. What so the it, fuck it's you really want. the title, and then she tried to like carry it that oh, I need somebody who can who understands my who understands my lifestyle, baby. First of all, you work for Nick. Also, let's not forget how you gather your millions. And I so also, like, and I also want 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 to talk about this as well. I want to talk about this. What we are talking about, she we she is conflating two different things, mm-hmm. three different things. One, a person does not have to be an entrepreneur to, to understand, understand what hustle, grind, right. ethic, work ethic is. Right. That also, a title does not indicate your ability to be able to love, support, and honor somebody. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is it that you want? If you want a title, then you should have been had you somebody. Right. But if you want somebody to love and support you, then you need to bring bring, bring it all back. the way back. Right. I, I get like having want somebody who. Is not necessarily established who can support themselves. Like, but all I right, think, I don't want to go in supporting somebody, yes. another grown man. I don't want to do that. And I but think I that there that. are ways that you articulate that, right? I'm looking for somebody that's financially stable enough to support themselves mm-hmm. and then also court me in the way that I feel comfortable with. I agree. The articulation of that is not difficult for somebody that's supposed to be all woo woo woo. No, she said what she meant. She said what she meant. What she didn't expect was the backlash. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start calling that bitch Starbucks. Mm. I said, I'm going to start calling mm. that hoe. Mm. Now you can wear your all... Uh, all right, oh, oh, oh. Black Lives right. Matter. No, you meant that. You you meant what yeah. you said. It wasn't until people said that. And then she was like, oh, people put a worse mouth. No, bitch, you said what you, you said. You said what you said. The thing is, what you realize is what you said offended mm-hmm. 99.9% of your constituents. So all your say. constituents. Ain't nobody, people, ain't nobody with money buying her shit. Nobody. Because that... So that? Okay, so I just wanted to hop on that. But okay, so let's go back. Rihanna shit. So, huh? All right, savage. So, sorry, we digress. We but did. we wanted we, to shout that's out. That's what we do, though. That's what we do. Shout it's out to right. all the niggas out there. This really is about something. And bitches is out here screaming that ain't nobody out there because they, because don't nobody understand they grind. Like, we see you, Playboy. Right. Like, she the only person grinding. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Okay, sorry. Not sorry, bitch. Right. So here we are. So yeah, let's, so let's we come back. back. So a year ago, we surprised you, mm-hmm. and um, Dara was like, "No, I don't think we can do it. Like we're not gonna be able to surprise him." Because we had just came back from um, fucking Thailand. Because we had did just come back from Thailand. But I said, "No, you got it. You got YOLO. it. Yolo." Yeah, yeah, that was absolutely a Yolo moment, right? That was absolutely Yolo. So we were sitting there, and she was like. Fuck it. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. And I was like, wait, but what are we fucking? <laughs> she was like, we're going to do this. We're going to do it. And I was like, let's go. Let's go. And so I was like, but like, I'm going to go, but like, I can't really go. Be there, be go. there. Because you have. But I'm going to go. Because you was time hopping this shit. I right? was time traveling like, like a shit, motherfucker, right. right? So we surprised you. And that was oh, like, awesome, awesome, awesome. Loop rag. Whole time, though, we was putting. Cause she was like, "You'll never be able to be. You'll never be able to top it. You'll never be able to top it. Like, huh. whoop, whoop, whoop. 
you. She did. She didn't think. She she thought it. She might not necessarily said it, said it. And so. But it was in her body language. It was in her, right. Her face said something different. Right. So her face just said something different. Eh. So, it was such, when you talk about, um, okay, so before we get into it, let's go through the thing. So, me and you were, it was one random day and I hit you and I was mm-hmm. like, nigga. Flight. Flight. Low. On it. Booked, yes. booked, booked. I was like, like dog, you got a bomb because I can't because she be watching the she account be like in the shit. Because she motherfucking CFO. Uh, CPA and shit, yeah. So, I was like, got it. <laughs> Say less, nigga. In that thing. Right. Planning, boom, 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 doing it. She asking fucking a trillion and question. one question. How I pay my banks? Like, she's fucking... At a Senate hearing, right? And oh, forty hours later, shit. Like, damn. So she's up there, and she's like, "How do I pack my bags? Like, what is it supposed to look like? What is the weather? What's the weather? Like, what's the ideal situation? Like, can you <laughs> name a few excursions? <laughs> like, all kind of bullshit. And no. really, it's because she knows it. She knows it. She's, she's trying. She's trying to finesse right. her. You can't finesse the finessers. Shoot. So we like. It's going to mm. be medium. Right, medium. Everything's medium. <laughs> Dress comfortable. Dress comfortable. Maybe you should wear, bring some like snow boots and some bikinis. That's what it was. We kept telling her it was Denver we were going to. We did. That's what it was. Well, we didn't originally tell that, but then we was just like, okay, yeah, let's give her Denver. something. Let's, let's like, drop her oh ball. my God, yeah. this is going to be amazing. What was really funny is when we went out for uh, Cinco de Mayo, yes. and Kim was like, oh my gosh, like... I love Aspen. Like, it's so beautiful. <laughs> and she was sitting there with the most disgusting look on her face. She was like, bitch, what? Like, it's a no. That's a and we were like, no. see, see, like, Aspen, Denver's going to be amazing. I know, Kimmy, who's so well-traveled. She's so well-traveled. She's like, love it. And Kimmy was like, Kimmy wasn't even in on nah. it. She was like, legit, just sizing it because, like, yeah, Denver, like, low-key is like a dope place. I still want to go. So... Um, we tell her that. Yeah, so we've been carrying that story for like months. Okay, so we show up to the uh, show up to the airport. Airport. Yeah, so everything is perfect though. Everything like everything is like lined up really, really perfect. Uh-huh. Like everything. So um you can see the airport first because you get all the um the travel stuff. Which I never do. Right. I so, never yeah, so that was like really so but I'm at the airport when they're like Last call. <laughs> boarding group number one. Hey y'all, I made it. <laughs> Hello. Right. So, so I get to the airport So you first. get there first, but they won't let you check us in, obviously, because we Because they need your passport. The passport. Even though we were flying out somewhere else before yes. we flew to our um Maldives. So anyway, my boy, world is so small, who works so for Delta, small. was like, All right, just tell the person to come when they get here mm-hmm. and I'll take both their passports with you. Because yes. don't they want you to have both people there? Yes. For the passport. But he didn't know. He didn't know who. He who, didn't know that who I was talking about right. was you. Exactly. And then you showed up. So I show up. And he was like, yeah, the dude over there or whatever. But it was another person. Mm-hmm. It was actually his manager that was my boy. Mm-hmm. So I went over there. And he was like, oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. So I go. I give him my shit. I was like, uh, I can't let her know exactly where we're going. So, but obviously he already knows there's my wife or right. whatever. So he's like, right, I got you. Mm-hmm. So he checks his in and everything like that. So we're good. So at least we have the boarding passes. For the next two locations, I think. Well, we had it for... for the next two? Yeah, next two locations. Next two no, destinations. No, the next one. 
We only got it to Atlanta, Atlanta. Okay. and then we'll, at Atlanta, remember, I had to get the other one. Right, but she didn't know we was. She didn't even know we was going she to Atlanta. Was going That's to Atlanta. what it was. So, so that was the beauty of it. Like every place we went, we did a lot of hopping. We did a lot of hopping. She did not know each location, a, which was know. really funny. So, so we're here, and we get the things, and we're at the gate, and. A plane pulls up, and off the jet bridge walks my mom. Right. Which threw me off, too. <laughs> I thought we were meeting her in Atlanta. I'm like, what the fuck? So, my on? mom walks off the jet bridge, and now everybody is like, what? Right. What's happening? Oh, and then, oh, we forgot to talk about my Asian lover. Mm-mm. Go ahead. Remember when I was sitting next to? Sitting next oh, to yes. <laughs> Sitting next to I don't know if that was a boy or a girl. It was a girl. It was a girl. And I was just like going so wait. It, it was, was definitely a boy? Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> I didn't know who, but that was absolutely funny. So my mom walks off the plane. Okay. We get we all board. We get and we're in Atlanta. And we land in Atlanta in like in typical like travel fashion. Right. It's like we're in Atlanta. We got brunch plans mm-hmm. we need to get. My sister's gonna pick us up from the airport. We're going to brunch. We're gonna mm-hmm. We're ready to go. It's brunch. It's Papado's lit brunch. Yeah, lit what brunch. What was the name of the brunch? Fuck. Oh my goodness. Because I told somebody, somebody was like, yeah, I've been there. It was a real small place. Yes. But, but you got to check it out. The The man took my, uh, I had a little airplane bottle. Yes, he had your travel bottle. He took my, he took a couple. But they had a karaoke, not karaoke, but, huh? BQE. BQE. Yes, yes. BQE. Oh my Because like, you can uh, take Selfies, remember? We and took the selfies. It. We posted the pictures. We shot it. Dara out for her birthday. We got drinks. We was lit. Turn it up. Turn. Turn. Oh, she was crazy, dog. And like Atlanta is different. Like, whew. it was crazy. And yeah. that was just like a little like it, it, dab. Yeah, like it, a just, it just brought me back to home. To home. When I think of home, I think of a place. Every every episode, he finds a way to say something. Wait, what happened? Something. Okay, right, so, so we, we lit. Lunch. So we, we lit. lit. So then we come back to the airport. After Papa Dose, yeah, we, we go get to, to the, the airport. airport yeah. And now it's later at night. So Oh, yeah. Time flew. Yeah. We're late, later at night. Go to the bathroom. We're like, okay, I'm going to change. Oh, we're going to change clothes because we're telling her. Now we're telling her because you had to tell her. We're going to Hawaii. We're going to Hawaii. Yeah, going to so Hawaii. she could pack some bathing suits. Yeah. So we're like, okay, cool. So we're sitting at the gate, and then it's time to go. Because we cha- we go to the bathroom, we change clothes, and now they're boarded. Right. But she's like, oh, this is not our gate. It's not our gate, right. Because she's like, doesn't see a wife, so we're just sitting there. So it's like, okay, it's time to board. No, is this a time where the people are looking at us like we're like, we're going no, to? No, no, Okay, so we're already So we're in, a- we're in Atlanta. Right. And we, I'm like, okay, it's time to board. And she's like, no, it's not. And then we're like, no, it's, it's time, time to, to board. board. She's like, that doesn't say Hawaii. And it was, it's like, because we're going to Paris. Right. So We're going a long way. <laughs> so she's just like, I don't know what's happening. She just gave up now. She she's like, up. I don't know what's happening. So we get on the, uh, we get on the plane. And I'm going to let you tell that story because I fell asleep. Oh, shit. Oh, this is like so we get corona, on the plane. like pre-corona this shit right here. This is pre-corona, corona. So we actually. Yeah. We actually. Yeah, we actually probably could have been exposed to corona before. So anyway, so if anybody's ever like y'all haven't traveled with Michael, but Michael goes to sleep like as soon as the plane takes off. And normally I do. But this one time I Oh, remember, remember when we was going from DC 
to Atlanta, the girl sitting next to me thought we was finna have this long yes. conversation. Dog, she was, oh my God. <laughs> she was, hey, she was cool though. Was she like, was like yeah. talking, talking, talking. Yeah. And I was like, oh girl, we. And then she was telling me, I was like, yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> she was doing all that talking. She was still talking. And I was like, oh, as soon as this, as soon as, soon as I take these. Because uh, she wasn't, she, from, she was from Atlanta or was she from Houston? She was from like Atlanta, but her her boyfriend is in the army, so she flies yeah, back she's and forth. Yeah, she's back and forth. Yeah, so anyway, so um, on our flight from Atlanta to uh, um, Paris. Paris, so the flight's about like eight hours mm-hmm. or something like that, something crazy. So anyway, so we're probably like within like maybe hour four, like we're right at the point of like the point of no return, they call it. So yeah. anyway, so all of a sudden you hear people get up, like was a lot of commotion, and they're like, are there any doctors? No, first they're like, are, is, are there any doctors on the flight? On the flight? Nobody gets up or whatever. So it, it gets quiet a little bit. Then they're like, hey, is there any people who have uh, any METs or nurses on a flight? Nobody gets, nobody gets up. Then they're like, oh, shit. Okay, is there anybody with any medical experience, <laughs> CPR, whatever? Does anybody know does anybody, anybody, does anybody know anything? So eventually people start getting up. So, you know. There's people who are on vacation, like, fuck this, like, I'm on vacation, I'm not trying to help nobody right now, or whatever. So, anyway, people start getting up. And as people are getting up to see what's going on, you can hear somebody, like, that's having a hard time breathing at first. So, we're like, okay, you know, maybe somebody's not used to flying, whatever. I lay back, put my head on their shoulder, whatever. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to sleep. But it's even more commotion now. And so all of a sudden, they pick the person up and they put them on the floor. So everybody's like, what the fuck is going on? People are standing up and shit like that. And then all of a sudden now, one of the fight attendants comes and is like, where's the defibrillator? People are like, huh? Nobody knows how to fuck to use a... First of all, nobody knows where the hell the defibrillator is. First of all, you're asleep. You're asleep. I ain't got no service. Then they finally find the defibrillator. They bring the defibrillator out. Now it's like, how do you use the hoe? The flight attendant is reading the instructions. The instructions in some other language. So she got to ask somebody, hey, you know whatever this language is. So, oh. So they use the defibrillator. That joint ain't working. Not working. Not working. They go back and get another defibrillator. That joint don't work. And you hear the people saying, like, clear, like, straight off the ER. You know what they like, mm-mm, clear? Mm-hmm. People like, stand back, stand back, stand back. That shit ain't working. So all of a sudden now, they bring out this motherfucking needle, dog. This needle, the biggest shit I ever seen in my whole life, dog. It was like a turkey baster. They stick that thing in that guy. I'm not doing this with you. A turkey base in A turkey. Place? You know what a turkey base don't look like. They stick that thing in him, dog. That don't work. People are rotating, like, doing CPR for, like, three hours. No lie. Person's like, do you need a break? Lady like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. This motherfucker Michael still sleep. Sleep. Mm-hmm. I'll tell Derek, hey, do you think it's inconsiderate? But I go to sleep now. Because we got plans when we got this motherfucking play. But already, do, do you ask? Do you, yeah, I asked her. Yeah, like, I was like, is it, is, is it, is it inconsiderate if I go, back, go to sleep? 
She was like, boy, if you don't go to sleep. Because <laughs> that's not us. Right. But I couldn't go to sleep because now they turned the motherfucking lights on. Really? Yes. You already, hey, you've already committed to sleep, so you don't even know the shit that's going on. I'm going to get to you, though. <laughs> so, anyway, so the person, unfortunately, does not make it. These people, like, Mufasa him up. I <laughs> like, I hate it. Carry him to the back of the plane or whatever, like, we can have Bernie's or whatever. I don't know where they put him. Nigga, we can have Bernie's? <laughs> yes, they put him somewhere. <laughs> they had to put him somewhere. I thought they might have put him in the bathroom. <laughs> but I'm convinced. Like, this bathroom is yeah, closed. Yeah, the bathroom is closed. Put some shades on him. <laughs> so, anyway, so they, they carried him in the back or whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess your bladder was full by then or something like that. Because you get up. I get up. And you start walking to me. <laughs> you talking about when I... Yes. <laughs> yes. When I leaned over. This nigga lean over, right? So, Mike was sitting like maybe like six... Okay. So just to give everybody an idea where everything is taking place. So, Mike was probably like maybe three rows from first class. Uh-huh. All right? We're not balling right now because we right. got like a rank of flights. Uh-huh. Anyway, so he's like three floors from uh, first class. Everything where the person passed away or whatever was maybe two rows behind Michael, but in the middle of the plane. Uh-huh. And then behind them is us. And we're probably like three rows behind them to the left. So we're like right behind Michael, but the person's like counter corner, like in the middle of us. So we'll create a triangle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Imagine a triangle. Uh-huh. So everything's take place. Michael finally wakes up and comes back, I guess, because the lights were still on at the time. But it's over. It's like, over every, now. Matter of like, fact. By the time you came back, I think they might have turned the lights back off. Yes, they did. So this nigga comes up and leans over over us and said, hey, I think somebody died. <laughs> the whole time I was being funny. You being funny. I was like, nigga, you think? He was like, what? What? I was like, yeah, somebody died. This nigga's like, <laughs> his face is stuck. <laughs> Then he's like, you think the bathroom clear? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was not ready. Like, I legitimately was not ready. He wasn't ready. He was not, nobody was ready. So. If he wasn't ready, was a person. Right. It was me that was in it. that fucking moment. That shit was ridiculous. So, the, le- the next, like, three hours, two hours of the flight or whatever, mad quiet, dark, nobody's really saying nothing. We finally land, and this is when they were like, hey, nobody get up. Matter of fact, I don't know what the pilot did. He must have, like, put that joint on, like, use the Nas or something on that joint. Because we got there, like, an hour earlier than we were supposed to. He floated. So he was like, people, we're here early, an hour early. Please do not get up. We need the MNTs, the airport police, and whatever to come on and do whatever they got to do or whatever. People still getting up. He's like, people, I told you, you're here early, so... Imagine you still in the air. Like, if you was going to miss your flight, you was going to miss your flight anyway because we here early. Right. So, like, so the METs come, French police get on the plane or whatever, and now they trying to take statements for everybody who touched the person. One person's pointing everybody out. He touched them. He touched she them. Knew. She touched them. I'm like, there. You, I'm glad I ain't touched them because we trying to get off the motherfucking Full plane. Full-blown snitch. And she's like, see? Because guess what? If it was any other time, you'd probably been up there trying to help him carry him to the back of the plane. I was like, look at me. Look at me. Broke. Listen. So we ended up, so we get to Paris. We get to Paris. And um, again, it's just a whirlwind. Yeah. So 
we uh, immediately we take our bags to luggage store and we hop in the the taxi. We hop, do, hop in the taxi. Yeah, because we try to take the train. We try to take the and express all, train. All the shit's just booked. Hop, um, hop in the taxi and we go. So whole time, Dara still has no idea what's happening. She's just like, I'm here. So we we're driving and then we get out and. My favorite moment is this moment. We're walking in. She's like, niggas, is we at Disneyland? Like, nigga, is this Disneyland? And we're like, surprise! Surprise! So, yeah, so. So, we go to Disneyland. Go to Disneyland. We spend a good, like, half a day there, whatever. Yeah, we spend some time there. We we hit a, we hit, we we hit the major, the major rides. The major rides. Major, yeah. We saw our parade. We saw the parade, hit the major rides, took pictures in front of the uh, castle. Mm -hmm. Um, Get back on. No, now we took, did we take the train back? We took the train back. We did take the train back. The fucking bullet train back that got us back in six minutes. Yes, it was literally like six minutes. Six minutes. Minutes that took us fifty minutes. A forty-five minute car ride. We got on that fucking bullet train. Six minutes. It was like, yeah, we'll be back Here. in six minutes there. So we get back. Um, we take her to the lounge so she's able to watch her her hoo ha. Yeah, because she ain't been to watch her hoo ha. She had like forty eight hours. Watch her hoo ha in a minute. You ha like. <gasps> <gasps> she was like, "Tell me how I'm supposed to breathe in no air." <laughs> <laughs> So we take her back to my mom, and so the the ladies watch their hoo hahs in yeah. the uh, executive lounge. We so get some pokey, or whatever. We get some pokey, and then we go to the gate. Yes, we go to the gate. Still trying to finesse. How are so we going to? My mom brings her to the gate, and we're standing there, and she still has no idea where we're going. Yeah, we're she's like, still. she's like, what's going on? I'm like, we're like, okay, do you want to tell her? Do you right. want to tell her? I'm like, you guys tell her. You guys tell her. You guys tell her. You like, you guys, you tell her. So at this point, now everybody who's at the gate right. obviously knows where we're going. Right. Except for her. Except for her. And so they're all standing around, like looking at her, like, oh my God, this, like, is, this so is so cute. fun. Like it's gonna be like she's getting surprised. And then we tell her. Right. And then she's like, Wait, what did she say? She didn't say anything. She didn't say nothing. No, she what did. did you say? She said something. What did you say? When, when we, we told when we were like, we're going to Maldives. No, she was like, no, we're not. Yeah, but yeah, she don't remember. She was just standing there like, like. She knew. I think at that point she had to know we weren't going to Hawaii anymore. That's for sure. She yeah, never, at, she at that point we, she knew, but I don't know if she knew yeah, exactly she, exactly Maldives. Did yeah. you know Maldives? How? Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. Your oh, mom. Yes. Oh, my mom gosh. Your mom had posted yes. all the locations that she was planning on going the year. So, it could have been a number of places. But, yes. the fact that, yes. you know, d- using deductive reasoning with, with whatever. Yes. So, that's what it yes. was. I remember. I remember. Yeah. So, that's what that was. But, anyway, we tried. Well, for the most part, she didn't. Know. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So, we go to Maldives. And this is what I wanted to say that I was going to say earlier that I didn't say. Literally... There are very few places where the where photographs are uh, just like the post yeah the postcards. Where photographs don't do the actual place justice. justice Most of the yeah. time, people like, damn, like them pictures make this look bomb. Mm-hmm. Nah, there is no lens that can capture the clearness of the water, facts, the blueness of the ocean, or the crystal just clearness everything. of the sky at night with the stars. Like, it was yeah. absolutely probably the prettiest 
beaches, beach, it was skies, just, everything. It was like no sign of man. man. Like it was like no, it was like earth. Yeah. I mean, cause, and granted, that joint is not going to be there that long. No, because because you could see some of the atolls yeah. disappearing with the rising sea yeah. levels. They replaced our beach every day, every morning. Yes, they did. They was re- they were they were literally rebuilding the bridge. I mean, beach every morning because the, the, the tide, tide, the tide was is taking, taking it. And, and as you flying there or whatever, you can see you sure can. where islands used to be in existence. So, but yeah, so that was that was a great experience. So, guys, if you can make it to Maldives, definitely go um, before you can't. Before it sinks, because yeah. there, there's multiple islands. Don't yes. get me wrong, but they're, they're all sinking. And they they say that they say that too. Like there's a, a travel list that says visit these places before they no longer right. exist. And it has to be on there because you can see it. We saw it every day. Every that, that was so crazy. Because you fell asleep on the on the beach and they told you get up because like, you'll die. You'll die. You you gonna float off in this ocean because yeah, the, the tide, the tide will, comes up so high. The tide will take. Well, it, you it won't take you back because remember it's a surround. Because right. remember you can walk out far oh, as yeah. shit. You really can't because it's so yeah. Because you, you it's surrounded by water. coral. Right. But you would end up in water. Yeah, you definitely was. It was it was, it was absolutely beautiful. So, if you get if you get a chance to go, go. If you've seen the pictures, then you already know. You you you, you already, already know. know. Baby sharks at your feet. It Baby was crazy. That was, that was dope. That was dope. Yes, it's breeding grounds for the sharks. They come into the coral, the, and the baby sharks live there until they get bigger, and then they go over swim yeah. over the coral into the ocean. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, great, great experience. Uh, but whole time, this is how we're gonna transition. Whole time, every breakfast we'll be reading the news. We'll be like, "Yo, these this these cruise ships is trying to dock, and niggas not letting them dock. dock. Like, cause niggas is out here sick. Like, that's so crazy. Whole time." The world literally is shutting down. Is shutting down. And we have we have no clue because we're limited no, to the type of news that we're getting. No idea. Right. Is that ha- it hasn't hit the states yet, so it's not like people we follow right. is able to say like, oh, I can't go out right now or whatever. All but, time, but we yeah. kept seeing stories kept seeing like some. they won't let this uh, print the princess cruise ship. Yeah. Well, they, China won't let it dock. There's this other cruise ship. We kept saying that. And whole time we didn't even know that we, we was know. getting ready for like some shit we've never, never seen. seen. No one has seen this. Nobody. So fast forward to we come back mid uh, mid February, and as we get back, we're slowly but surely finding out more and more information about like what's, what's going, going on, on, right? About this COVID nineteen thing. Yeah, because we're downplaying. The U.S. is still downplaying. Downplaying. Oh, it's the Chinese, whatever. Chinese it's virus. Not, it downplaying. It. downplaying. It's just downplaying. the flu. Whoopty whoopty woo. Whole time, we found out that just a few weeks after we left Paris, couples got stranded in, in Maldives. Maldives. Yes, yes, and, yeah. And they how they made it back because they were there for like at least a solid three weeks. Yeah, I, I, I think they made it back. Yeah, okay, I hope but so. they yeah. were stranded there, like just couldn't leave because no flights. The flights yeah. are grounded and all that. Um, so we get back, and then obviously March thirteenth. Um, no, nah, it was no, because I remember, I remember perfectly because March fifth. So March fifth was my birthday, mm-hmm. or whatever. I went into the office, mm-hmm. and that was the last day I was in the office because my job literally was like, yeah, don't come back after uh-huh. that. So March fifth was like a Tuesday. Help me, help me. It was either Tuesday or Thursday. It was a Thursday. Yeah. So I normally telework Wednesday, Thursday, Friday anyway. But I went in for whatever, and Friday I telework. That Monday was when they started talking about um, COVID. Mm-hmm. So and I, then I, we, and then 
that Monday for your birth after your birthday they started talking about COVID. That following Friday was the last day yeah, y'all went that in. we went in. Yes. And then it was over. Yeah. It literally was like the world had stopped. The world stopped. People was like worried how they gonna get groceries. You couldn't find no toilet paper. No toilet paper. People still ain't been wiping their ass. People just started wiping their ass. People just started wiping their ass. I'm so glad I'm gay because you know gay people don't use toilet paper. We use baby wipes. Mm. Look at this bitch. She done fell out. <laughs> so I so toilet Wait, first of all, gay people don't wipe your asses. Y'all, y'all, oh, big You're right. But what did I have? What I have? Fucking wipes. Wipes. No, we not using no toilet paper. Is this what your booty hole uh, sensitive? All booty holes are sensitive. (laughs) 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 Oh, sensitive booty hole ass. Yeah, but also you need to make sure your booty hole is right. Because you're right. Dry, dry toilet paper. That's you know you can't be. Eating boo 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 toilet paper crumbs. Can <laughs> 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 you pull up boo boo tarts? Crumbs. Boo boo toilet paper crumbs. Right. right. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So but niggas niggas wasn't most niggas wasn't having no toilet right, tissues. Uh, rationing toilet no paper. Paper towels. Yeah, paper towels is still it was still scarce for the longest. Fucking, you know what's scarce, scarce, and still bleach. ain't come back. Fucking bleach and uh. What's what, the, uh, Clorox? And Clorox spray. Yeah. Like, we had this to get spray. Yeah, we had to get some from my man who worked at the commissary. It was ugly. Like, it's, it, it was crazy. So, we've been dealing with COVID. I think so, the world has adapted. I think we did, I think we did as well as we could be. Because it's been a lot of times, you know, like, areas, like, when it snows and shit like that, people rush to the grocery store mm-hmm. and buy up everything. And I think we, 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 we did the best that we can do. And so... So, how have you been adapting with... COVID, so there's a couple of things that COVID has brought about. It's brought about um, social distancing. Social distancing. Um, which we kind of already did anyway. Not mo- kind of. Yeah, I mean, we go we go out, but we always go into the same circle right. anyway. So, And but, then the other thing was work. And so work. Those are the two major, yeah. not, I mean, I'm saying two major things. Those, those yeah, pretty they, much 100% of your life. Yeah. So, so for me, teleworking, I mean, like I said, I already yeah, teleworked like, already you know, like 60% of the time anyway. So I think for you guys was like the biggest adjustment, especially for education. Education had never been like this. I mean, yeah, you have online, you know, mm-hmm. virtual study and stuff, but that, it never happened at the, this level at the elementary school, middle school and high school where they, you know, people were now sending home packets and doing zoom meetings and shit like that for everything. For everything, so yeah. The one thing that I will say is, I think that it um, a couple of things. I think that COVID has allowed the world to to take a break, like mm-hmm. Mother Earth to like exhale, and you could see that when you look at like um, weather patterns, when you look at um, the canals in yeah. Italy and I was Paris, say, yeah. and like they're now blue. You can see the bottom or whatever. Dolphins are yeah. swimming in it. Like, um, I think. It's also have given people opportunity to pause mm-hmm. and like be really reflective. Um, I'm, hold on, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I'm, I'm probably going because I've, I've been reading this book and I haven't read a book in like a, a leisure book mm-hmm. in a very long time. So I was telling you about this book called Sapiens. Yes, and um, I'm not going to dive too much into it because it can be kind of boring. But anyway, so when you were talking about you know like how it kind of like caused the world to like kind of reset. And it talks about how, like, man is, like, fucked up. 
Like, man is responsible for a lot of shit, like, that's wrong with the world. And I'm not even talking about, and we're going to talk about, like, the real fucked up shit in the world right now. But just, like, the amount of animals that have been lost due to man's action. You know, thinking about, like, global warming. Thinking about just, like, so many things. And, like, in the book that I'm reading, guys, it's called Sapiens. I can't think of the author right now, but it's, like, the only book called Sapiens or whatever. He talks about, like, how there was this, there's this clear trend of how animals and the number of animals, species of animals that existed pre-homo sapiens becoming, you know, coming into that environment and to afterwards. And like every single, every single situation of it is like 50% at the bare minimum of the species in that ecosystem end up dying due to man being introduced into that environment. It happened in the fucking... In Africa, it happened mm-hmm. where Africans started to, uh, man, excuse me, when man started to migrate from Africa into like Siberia, Siberia down into Alaska, Alaska into the Midwest, Midwest into the southern regions of the United States to Mexico to um, Central America to the, the Caribbean and all this stuff. It was like every time man is introduced into the environment, Shit dies, and it's always the biggest creatures first, ironically. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I, I divert it because I'm a geek. But yeah, no, but I think that it goes to show like our impact. Yeah, like absolutely impact. So um, slowing us down, this whole Corona thing slowed us down. It really did. It it really it really like paused yeah. everybody. It was like a forced pause, and it allowed Mother Earth to sort of kind of exhale. Yeah. Um, when you looked at the pollution in LA and the smog in LA and places in China, like it was like the smog had lifted, like it was blue skies. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, it's the twelfth of June now. Is it June? Mm-hmm. I hadn't refilled. I have not. I had not gotten gas until last week, and then the time before that was in March, like early March. So that just lets you know, like yeah, we're people, not, people aren't moving. We're not moving. Yeah. So COVID has. I think that COVID has. What's the blessing and the curse? Was yes. Um, uh, go ahead. A bless uh, the curse, obviously, because you have a third of the workforce that uh, is, is unemployed. Um, the, the blessing is because like Mother Earth has had a chance to heal, and I think that people. Another thing is, I think that it has majorly impacted every single industry because we are able to see that a lot of time that we mm-hmm. spend. So we were just talking about this earlier today. You spend a third of your life sleep. Yep. And then you spend, spend another the other third, third in some change. Right. Like working. working and then how much do work. you big put in commuting, right? So really COVID has really shown employers that mm-hmm. people can be just as productive and not more. And not spend two hours of their day traveling. Traveling, which is ten percent. Ten percent of your day traveling. Um and that's but huge. I, I'm always I'm a I'm a I'm a huge advocate of like I'm not like the person like, oh, always tell you to pray, 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 pray. But I'm, I am a, a person who will be like, I do, do but definitely believe in religion. I'm very spiritual. But I also believe that COVID has definitely, what everything that's going on, like with the protests and the rioting and oh, just people being, people that. being very involved. I feel like COVID was the perfect time for those things to take place because people aren't working. Yes. And I think that the other thing, which is like a perfect segue, and when we look at like the 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 blessing of COVID, mm-hmm. is it has a lot of people to pause, 
which has meant that people who were very consumed by the, their day-to-day life yes. haven't had those distractions. distractions. So when we're now talking about what we're seeing in the very present day, we're on our 13th consecutive day of protest across the nation and the and globally, um, based off of you know George Floyd and his um, and the situation that right. happened with George Floyd that we've continuously called out um, against police brutality and the systemic racism that proliferates all industries, but it's very ubiquitous and covert has really called out um, overtness Mm -hmm. and so overt racism. And so COVID has provided the opportunity for people who were so busy, quote Mm -hmm. unquote busy, um, distracted, distracted. I like that word, distracted. Um, who were not attuned to certain things, mm-hmm. they haven't had anything else to do but be consumed by the media and to see. And so now with the advent of technology, people are able to see like mm-hmm. very clearly all of these injustices. We're not just saying it. Yeah. That, oh, it's, just, it's not like, oh, hearsay. Right. Oh, I heard, I heard, uh, I heard um, uh, a name. Right. Right. Like I, I heard but somebody when, talk about but that. But then it's like, oh, what did he not do that he was supposed to right. do? You know what I mean? I think that's the biggest thing right now, mm-hmm. honestly. Is like before everybody else. Imagine like if there was a camera on Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin. When that happened. Michael Brown. Michael Brown. Tamir Rice. Especially Tamir Rice. But I, wasn't there a camera? It was a police camera, I believe. No, there was a camera when Tamir was at the park. But it, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. But this one was like real time. Like yes. everyone's able to see exactly what's going on. Even though now they're trying to like. Say it was other stuff that went on before and at whatever. But anyway, as you can see what happened. So I think that that has been really powerful and it's really been driving. I think that it's awesome. Like when we ask the question, who would have thought that Minneapolis would have been the start the of catalyst, the revolution? The catalyst of the revolution. The Nigga, catalyst. Minneapolis. First of all, I didn't know black people lived in Minneapolis. I'm just going to put that out mm-hmm. there. Besides Prince and his cousins. But do you think that's why? A lot of these things are happening because you think about like, I mean, outside of Baltimore, which I still can't explain that because I feel like Baltimore is such a is very it's very Afrocentric. There's a lot of African Americans that's there versus like in a lot of other places where it may be. And I'm I'm I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate right now and saying that you know what maybe these white police officers aren't exposed to mm-hmm. African Americans. And so, because they're not exposed to it, they don't understand us, and they they don't value what's they don't value us because they just don't know us. Which I think is which I think is the um, which I think is the the argument, right? So, um, African Americans in Minneapolis represent eighteen percent of the population, eighteen percent, which is nothing, though. I mean. Which is uh, which is higher than the national average of twelve percent, but oh, it's still low. Right. But I, I think I want to come back to the statement because I think that is inherently the issue, because blackness or or a race, which is a social construct, mm-hmm. should not determine worthiness. And I think that is at the heart of the issue. Like, do you think it's fear? We no, I don't think that it's fear. And but pe- I don't think it's fear. People like to use fear as a thing. I think that it is system. I know that it is systemic racism. Mm-hmm. 
which really is not is less about race and more about class. But we put race above class. Yeah, absolutely. But that's what it's about. It's about maintaining dominance and power. Mm-hmm. Um, that's ultimately what it that's is. It's not, I'm not scared is. of you. It's, what I've learned is if I say that I'm scared of you, if mm-hmm. I... And white it, it, women... It rationalizes my behavior. And white women have weaponized... Oh, Karen has weaponized it. fragility and, the, and white feminization. Yes. They've weaponized it where they know that it's a dog whistle. Where if I say that I was scared, Mm-hmm. as a white woman that it will elicit this certain kind of response, response. where mm-hmm. when police officers um regardless of, of creed or, or race right if they say like i was oh, fear of my life that it warrants right the issue the and you can't measure is, that you cannot measure exactly fear. You, you i'm sorry you cannot see fear on a webcam i mean right. maybe you hear the truth of my voice but that could be a drilling it doesn't right. matter so I think that that is like major, and I think that is the issue. Where now that people have time, people are realizing like, nigga, what was you afraid of? Right, you were the one with the weapon, or the training. You're the one with the training. You're the one with the weapon. He there, was already uh, uh, handcuffed. He's on his knees. He's on his knees. His hands were up. Right. He was playing fucking Simon Says with you. Right. While you had a gun to him. He's there's, crying. There's no. Yeah. He's calling out, telling you can't breathe. It's twenty eight of you all. Mm-hmm. He's not resisting. Like, all of these things that people are now being able to see, where it's like, other times you're like, oh, well, I heard he was doing right. this. Right, it was that. his work. No, there is no his work, because he's dead. He's dead. She's dead. It and was the only... narrative that was proliferated yeah. versus yeah. a person that's no longer with and us. This is one thing about, I think if for any industry, uh, I hate to say this, but if any industry... Unless it's people who just like have this level of integrity, but I, I I'm convinced nine times out of ten you're always going to protect the person who is your partner, your counterpart, your mm-hmm. the person that's in your that circle of yours. So even if you know that person did something wrong, nine times out of ten that person is going to vouch and say you did everything that you you were supposed to do right, even though they know you were wrong. They know you were wrong. You know what I mean? And they're going to, like, if that person, does, if there's nobody there to counter that, that's the narrative that they're going to speak. Right. But, and I also think that, again, you have a situation where historically, when you think about who who um, is being uh, gunned down, who was being uh, victimized by police brutality, you have, is disproportionately being impacted by um, minorities. Black minority, yeah. Minorities, specifically black men. Yeah are being disproportionately impacted and so adversely impacted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people like to um, say, throw out numbers and things. And so Black on black crime. I hate that. The first thing is it. what we're talking about, all crime results at a higher rate interracially mm-hmm. because, I mean, intra-racially, intra, yeah, intra. I, I got due you. to proximity. Right. Exactly. If right. I live in a neighborhood with black if people. most of the people in my vicinity are black. Right. That's where yeah. that's who's going to be the victim. Just like you, if most of the people in my vicinity are white or Asian or Hispanic or whatever, that's who's going to be. Um, but again, race is a social construct. Right. Absolutely. There is nothing biologically different from, but that you can um, ascertain at a DNA, DNA level, right. level from a black person to a white person yeah. to an Asian person to a Hispanic person. This this is a social construct. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. The other the other part about it is. So th- that that whole argument that's null and void. The other thing is that what, what is sorry talking. To, 
Uh-huh. What was not a Black on black crime. Okay, gotcha. right. yeah, like, yes, there's, yes, no yes. Such, there's no such thing as black on black crime because we don't talk about crime in that way. Right. We don't say white on white crime or Asian on Asian crime. We talk about crime in general. Mm-hmm. The second thing that I like to, that I that I point out to people in educating people about how the current time has resulted in a revolution that is demanding change mm-hmm. um, is like the other uh, another argument is around this idea of um, well, white people are victimized by police brutality. Correct. Well, no one said they were. Correct, they are. But I like to come and look at the numbers, right? So there were. X amount of deaths by police officers by white people, and there's X amount of deaths by police uh, for black people. Mm-hmm. If you look at the percent of pop- the percent of the population that whites and blacks hold, right, that will give you a percentage, a ratio, yeah. or a rate in which mm-hmm. there will be an equivalency, yeah. right? A proportionality. It, it, it would be a proportion. Right. When you look at what the numbers are, black people. Are two point seven, or almost three times as more likely to be killed to be killed by the police than white mm-hmm. people, right? But you also have to think about something. And you and you said this. You said this about the systemic system of racism, and you think about something wherein black people are also incarcerated. They're first convicted at a rate higher than any other demographic in the United States for like. Things. For like things, and absolutely. I talk, I talk about that too. I'm like the criminal justice system, and police officers are, are a part of that. The criminal justice system is built for whiteness. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to argue that it's built against blackness, but if it's built for somebody, that it's inherently right. against anything else. Right. I'm not saying that the criminal justice system targets poor people. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that it's it's set up for wealthy right. people. So if I am poor or socioeconomically disadvantaged, I'm adversely I'm impacted. Uh, yeah, I'm at a bit. Right. It's set up for white people. Yeah. So if I am black or othered in any way, I'm you adversely impacted by operating right. in the system. Right. And so you force me into the system, and I say force because we all have decisions that we can, I mean, choices that we can make. But anyway, mm-hmm. When you force me into when like, I become introduced to yes to the system, now once I get out of the system, unfortunately I get a shorter term where I can try to live my life another way. And now I can't find a job. I have kids. I have a family. Whoop a whoop white whoop. man, a white man with a felony is more likely to be to, reemployed to get in, an employment than a black man with Absolutely. a bachelor's degree. Oh shit! Wow. When we talk about the systemic nature of this, mm-hmm. that right there in itself articulates. Yes. Wow, I never heard of that one. But how wow. the system is built, and so when people talk about, and I think, and and it comes down to what happened in Minneapolis, and that being the spark of the revolution, mm-hmm. and I really think it's because mm-hmm. it was just God's divine timing. Everything shut down, and then people are. Exactly. Beyond tired. Yes. And and now you've given me time. Yes, you've given me time. And now it's not just like I'm in my emotions. You see this. Like you can see you it. can see this. Like before you we weren't seeing it. You know what I mean? It was or you or or it, was, or it was evidence out there, but I just was too busy. Right. But now that I have the time, I can see. And social media, like I mean, blessing and the curse again, but a blessing and the curse. Right now it's right now it's a blessing. Okay. I I wanna say this. I wanna say this. Before I lose this, to everybody that has protested, who has used their voice in any kind of way, do not let people dis- detract or 
dictate how you show up. They don't want you to know this, but mm. there are so many things that have happened over the past 13 days Due to the because you have stood up. Yes. Anyway, Facebook. I'm going to yeah. say this. People that want to focus on looters, that's fine. But the majority of what is happening has not been looters. I also want to say that we have learned from white folks mm-hmm. how to affect change. Mm-hmm. I've I, I brought this up a few times. When, 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 when people left Europe and Britain and they came over to America, they wrote cute little letters and they denounced the, it. And England said, bring y'all ass back, quit playing. It wasn't until they started looting and rioting, burning up ships, and fucking up economic structures mm-hmm. that people started paying attention. People don't ever start paying attention until... You make them uncomfortable. Until, not only do you make them uncomfortable, until there is some economic impact. Mm-hmm. Mm. People have been talking about freeing slaves for a very long time. It wasn't until Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves and then brought them over to fight on the Union mm-hmm. side where people could really start feeling the impact of what it is like when you don't have free labor and how that has impacted you economically. Mm. That was the breaking point. Right. right? That was yeah. That was a teeter. Yeah. So there's so many times and examples where it's like, no, motherfuckers don't listen to you until you start yeah, tearing them pockets. Shit up. Right. Yes. But this is the thing that bothers me the most, though. Like, and I, I want people to like, um, to like keep the same energy. It's like people was like, all right, it's so easy to deflect on the protest itself or the act of protest. And lose sight or fail to want to acknowledge why, why we're protesting. Why. You know, think about Kaepernick. They want to talk about, right. they want to talk about the, the flag. They the want to talk about how disrespectful the flag is. But you don't, you're not, you don't want to either acknowledge why he's protesting. Even you have a problem with the method of protest. But what? Oh. But I, I, but yeah. I, I push back against that because I'm like, that was peaceful. It was peaceful. No, I, I get that. But the, the thing is, though, it doesn't matter if it's peaceful. Or not peaceful. Talk about the, that. The issue is... It really don't matter. It doesn't matter. Because it, when, we did it, when we did it peacefully... You had a problem with that. They ostracized him. They 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 they, they removed him from the league. They, black, they, yeah, they black blackballed him. him. Blackballed him, yes. Like, all of the... And again, which shows you yeah. the negative connotation around blackness. But they did all that. Yes. And I'm going to hop on fucking Roger Goodell in the NFL we'll in a couple about of him. seconds. Let's talk about him. But, um, but yeah, so it, does, it doesn't matter. When the king, when they did it peaceful, yeah. what they do? They murder his ass. It, doesn't, it does not matter because protesting, what we're protesting, honestly, it, it's showing the shit that they've been doing wrong. And nobody, and the thing is, though, people don't, they don't want to acknowledge how they've been a part of it. Even, even if you want to say, you know what, slavery was 400 years ago. The ramifications of that system live and breathe still lives today. Yeah, right. And if you don't want to acknowledge it, you are part of the problem. Part of the problem. So, Especially if I'm telling you there is a problem. I get it. Okay, you don't see the problem. I get it. I'm telling you it's a problem. Right. It's like a relationship. I have a problem with X, Y, and Z. Even if you say, you know what, I, I don't see it. It doesn't matter if you don't see it. Right. I'm telling you there's a problem. And it's, and it's your responsibility to be reflective, right? Yes. And I've always said this. It is not the oppressor's responsibility to educate. It is not the oppressed responsibility to educate the oppressor. The oppressor is very... And this is why. Motherfuckers know... They know what and how things go right. and how they work. And if because if they didn't, Karen's wouldn't be out here carrying. Mm. They they know how the system operates and works. 
So yeah, they, they finesse it. Exactly. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, get, get caught it, up yeah. in the idea that people don't know. That's why I don't. I I educate as I feel fit, and it is emotionally, and mentally, and physically taxing. It's draining the spot. to do that work. It's draining. It's hard enough to just uh, to just be, me. be yes to exist within the structure, which leads me to the other thing. No, we don't want cute little cute little um like Neil's and Kente Claus right, No. We need systematic change. change. And not no little pity pat. Not no, oh, uh, I'm going to give you the June 19th date. I tell you, no. I say this all the time and I've been saying this. Thanks, but Burn it all right. down. You have to deconstruct the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You cannot operate, you can't operate in a system that's completely fucked up. You got to start all over. Yeah. And, and that's what we talk about, which is now leading me to what can we do? We ain't talking about Trump ass yet. I refuse to give that nigga play. Okay. Respect. Respect. Refuse to give that nigga play. But when we talk about how do you harness what we're seeing, that's why I pointed out earlier in the podcast, don't be fooled. Mm-hmm. The things that you are doing has caused change. Mm-hmm. In Minneapolis, the police chief said, we've never arrested we've never arrested a police officer this fast, which is facts. They don't arrest police officers that fast. In fact, the law with um, impunity, uh, officer imp- uh, um, uh, imm- immunity, immunity uh-huh. makes it very difficult. Right. And it's the a double-edged union, yeah, sword because if you, if you know that an officer has immunity, then you're less likely to bring, to a, push it. Yeah. To bring a case about that will have the potential yeah. to change it. Yeah. So they arrest them. First of all, eight minutes and 46 seconds is crazy. That's bananas. Crazy. That's bananas. No. With three people, though. With three people. With three, four, four. four, four, Because, yeah, it was three other people. one on his neck, two on his legs, and the one, the Asian guy. Which I want to say this. And Insecure brought this up. And Molly said this in the situation of Insecure. When she looked at Andrew's brother and she said... Asian people only want to be people Minority. of, minorities and people of color when it when it's convenient Benefit. and when it benefits them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 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 Asians always proxy to whiteness. Yes. Also, I want to tell y'all something. People that come from Asian descent that are in the hood that are not pouring back into y'all community that build businesses and shit and then treat you like a criminal but don't live in the community and don't follow pour back into the community. And they Stop fucking supporting they ass. Follow your ass around in their beauty stores. Stop supporting they ass. And to black-owned businesses, I'm so excited about the coalition that's going on right now where people are sharing black businesses um, major platforms like mm-hmm. Uber are doing $0 delivery fees. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing different networks that are constantly sharing out and spreading. These are black-owned businesses so we can support. Yes. Um, as long as you're not uh, be Simone where bitches think that but my 9-to-5 job is not, not worth, worthy, not worthy, then bitch, you do it on your own. Be yeah. Keep that energy. But what I'm saying is, it's super, super important that we continue to use our collective voice. I like how you brought that back. I love how we are also holding people accountable Mm -hmm. and how white people are standing up and Mm -hmm. speaking out because I truly believe there's a, like the quote says, there's a special place in hell for people who remain neutral in times of crisis. Mm -hmm. Oh no, I've been unfollowing motherfuckers. Like if you have not put a black screen and all I'm asking for is a black screen. That's all I'm asking for in your IG. If you ain't done a, a black mix, I don't care. If you ain't have not done at least a black screen talking about Blackout Tuesday, I need to see something. Something. I need to see something in solidarity. Oh, I've been unfollowing motherfuckers all motherfucking. Because there's 
because you cannot remain silent right. at this point. The world, there are 120 plus cities around the world. Every state that is protesting. Every, every state, state has had a protest. Even motherfucking Alaska, fuck with me. They get daylight. Vider, Texas. Let me tell you about Vider, Texas, as being a person from Texas. When I was little. Was it Sugar Hill? No, Vida, Texas. No, is, no, I'm talking about you. Sugarland. Sugarland. Vida, Texas is a place where it's back country, 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 country. When I was growing up, they modern day lent somebody, uh, this black man. And I don't mean like they. Um, oh, we can talk about mo- uh, modern day I don't, I don't mean like the police officers are doing with like they're shooting people and things like that. I mean, literally, they took a rope, they strung him up, mm. tied him behind a pickup truck drug his body mm. across the road where all of his extremities, his arms and his legs have fallen uh, off uh, from wow. being drugged across the thing. They literally lynched this man. That's Vida, Texas. In my lifetime. Oh, nigga, no. Lynching is still... No, lynching is absolutely still They had a Black Lives Matter protest. Nick, nigga. If you is not Fucking saying something. You you are saying something. You are you. Ooh, your silence is deafening. Yes. If you have not fixed your mouth, and this is the other thing, niggas is not out here asking for more than. Right. First of all, the the slogan is Black Lives Matter, which right. is a fucking minimum. That's it. That That's is a it. minimum. It is crazy that people are petitioning to even matter. For people to recognize it, to the the the, the thought or the idea or the concept of existence mm-hmm. is what I'm begging for you to allow to happen. Right. No, fuck you yeah. and your mama with her weak ass, dry ass pussy. That's what I said, and that's what I mean. Woo. And he had to take a drink off that one, guys. Shit. But nah. No, you're right. You're right. And. I got nothing to say, honestly, because it bothers me every single time that even like on LinkedIn, which is surprising at all the platforms, like where I've seen like a lot of controversy on this. And like I was talking about this before, like when people are like, they're so easy to want to deflect and like, like they want to focus on the negative. Like Mm -hmm. we talked about the looting and stuff like that, but they don't want to keep that same energy. They want to put looters in the same category as the peaceful protesters. Right. Because it's easier to just be like, look, see what these niggas are doing. This is literally what they want to say. Look at these niggas tear down their neighborhoods and stuff like that. But what but I love... We're tearing down what we built. But what I love from social media is guess who Guess who it is? It's white folks. It's always white that folks. That is setting up, setting, um, setting a fire to the, yes. um, to the Capitol but building. They, but, the thing is, though, they, but the thing is, though, they don't want to acknowledge that, though. They never acknowledge that. They always want to make it seem like it's just... It's but abnormal. in 2020, social media is forcing them to acknowledge it. I who, agree. They're like, who is this nigga? Mm-hmm. Go get his ass. Yeah. And I love it. I, I love the hypocrisy, right? If all... If 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 one looter makes all the peaceful protesters bad, why is, why is, it, it, one diff- why is it difficult for you to comprehend that one, one bad, bad cop, cop... Thank you. But again, nobody is saying... All, that cops, all are cops are bad. Right. That's what I mean. Keep that same energy, though. Keep that same. You can't of have energy. it all the way. Right. You can't sit here and you justify it and it say all the way. One bad cop doesn't make everybody bad. One bad protester does not make all the other protesters bad. You cannot. But have yeah, it. It's easy. It's easy to do that. The way. It's easy to do that. Though. That's why it's easy to do that. 
So I think that right now I just want to really message out. I'm super proud. Oh, I've never been so proud to be an American, and I've never been so proud to be an African American. Honestly, every time. Remember when we went down and we protested and yeah, so we went down and protested yeah. on on Saturday. Saturday, yes, last Saturday. So Saturday, Saturday morning, yes, Saturday. and I'm gonna address this very quickly. I'm gonna get in and get out. I'm gonna pump that hoe. Last Saturday we went down. Last Saturday, You've been out a, lot of, a lot of times. I've been out protesting five five of the yeah. thirteen nights, and I'm gonna be out again tomorrow and Sunday. Um. Shaw is going to be out there with me on a Sunday. Shout out oh, to Shaw. I'm going to oh, see you on uh, Sunday. Uh, Greek joints? Yeah, the Greek joint. Yeah. Um, but you, you should you should. No, no. What's it? GDI. GDI is ain't allowed to go. I hate you. <laughs> so, uh, on, on, um, damn, what was I saying? You said Sunday, Saturday. You, you're going back down oh, there, nigga. So, Saturday. We, we went out protest on Saturday. Yes. Saturday morning. It was awesome to see... Black Lives Matter on Matter work. painted mm-hmm. on 16th Street, and then the signs, re- the area renamed to Black Lives Matter Plaza. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was good to see. It was dope. I want to point out the performative actions are not enough, though it was a good and like nice to see. That's great not gesture. Enough. It's a great gesture. That's not enough. That's not enough. It's like the boyfriend that gives you flowers and candy, but is banging your best friend. But it's Exactly. Yeah. Not showing up for you the way that a relationship requires. Mm-hmm. So, I want to remind us to not be lost in performative acts. The thing that we need is policy and legislative change. If you have not looked up the eight that can't wait, mm. one thing that people are hearing a lot right now over the past week is defunding the police. And so, I just want to take a yes, few please, moments please, please. to Dispel some misnomers. Defunding the police does not mean zero funding or zero police. Repeat that one more time. Defunding the police does not mean zero funding or zero police. Think of it. Defunding and divesting are interchangeable. Divesting is simply to remove funds. And if you look at the Latin prefix D, it means to take away or to subtract. It means to take away or to subtract or to defund or to divest funding and then invest it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I talk a lot about, I've spoken a lot about this lately. When we look at local city budgets, police, the money that is devoted to police represents anywhere from 30 to 50% of budgets. When we think about what we are requiring of police, it's beyond the scope of what they're trained to do. An overwhelming majority of calls to 911 do not involve criminal activity. Mm-hmm. Right? So what we're talking about is, when we're talking about defunding and divesting in police, we're saying that local communities need to be funded in areas that where they can, can support the constituents. We're forcing police officers to do more than what they're trained to do. To do more than what they're trained to do. That's so when I call or somebody calls because somebody is uh is is acting crazy or suspect or whatever, really a lot right. of that is mental health. Yeah, let's think about the time I can't remember. It was an actual situation, and I hate to say it, like it's definitely one of the names that comes up when they say say their name. And I believe the person had some mental disability, and they actually had an aide with them. Oh, yes. Police got called 
and that person, I believe, ended up losing their life. Yes. I can't remember the name, and I apologize, but it just, it just, as you're talking, it resonated with me. If they had sent the right person mm-hmm. to do the people who studied do this, who have the background to yes. do this, it's inconsiderate to the police officer for you to put me in that situation to do something that I'm not trained to do. I don't have the background in doing it, and you're expecting me to come up with a positive result. But can we talk about how police officers go through a eight-week training? The least amount of training the least in any profession. Training, but are given a gun. Right. It takes a, a cosmetologist has to go through more training to fucking do but a makeup. Week. Yes. Like, it's crazy to me that we have placed a higher priority on how people's makeup and weaves turn out than we have on human life. Mm. I'm going to say that again. It's crazy mm. that we have placed a high priority on the attention to putting someone's makeup on and weaves in their head than we have on human life. Yeah. Cosmetologists don't have a gun. If you have the ability and the power to take a human life like a doctor, right. then your ass needs to go through four years of undergraduate. Mm. You need to go through three years of fucking medical school yes. plus another X amount of years in fucking residency. Right. Period. Yeah. You need 10 years of training to become, yeah. before you can get your ass out there and engage with the public. Mm. Divesting, what divesting mm. says is we're going to remove mm. some of the funding and put it in places like social services, put it in places like public housing, put it in, put it in places, put it in places like economic and urban development. I'm just going to talk about D.C. real quick. World 7 and 8 are the largest wards for black people. How tell, many, them what, tell them what how those many, are. Though. I don't think a lot of people know what wards are, honestly, if you don't live in this in So, this wards are just section. Or so, D.C. is split up into areas. It's eight areas, and those are known as wards. Very much like New York City is That's split boroughs. up into boroughs. Right? And so, D.C. is split up into eight wards. Wards 7 and 8 are, are, east, are known as east of the river. And those are areas that there's high concentrations of black people. It's also um, that the median household income is also the lowest in these areas. Mm. Let's talk about when we talk about how we can divest in police and then support communities better. Mm-hmm. Ask me how many grocery stores are in Ward 7 and 8. Okay, so we know that D.C. is broken into eight wards. There's eight wards. Right. And wards seven and eight make up a third, a third of the whole of the area. Wow. Two wards make up a third of the area. And maybe a little bit more. So how many grocery stores are there? Six. Fucking three, nigga. Wow. There's three grocery stores in all of East of the River. The problem with, and one of them, and one of them borders Maryland. So nigga, really two and a half. Right. The issue is that the 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 mayor wants us to congratulate her on doing performative acts such as subsidizing Uber and Lyft for taking residents from Ward 7 to 8 across the bridge to go get groceries. How about you incentivize... Right, instead of building apartments and condos. How about you incentivize places that are building... Instead of building all these apartments and condos, like you said, how don't we incentivize these places that are... um, the, I'm sorry, these businesses where people can have access to food so we don't have food deserts. Right. And I know they don't have to take an Uber 12 miles to go to the grocery store. They don't have to go across the river. Right. There should be a place. Meanwhile, where I live, where I used to live, where I used to live in um, off 8th Street in Noma, 
There was a Harris Teeter two blocks away from me. There was a a giant four blocks away. And there was a Whole Foods that they built two blocks away. I had, so you had a Harris Teeter. I had Teeter, a Harris Teeter. A giant. A giant. A Whole Foods. A Whole and, Foods. Two high class But guess stores. what? And now behind where I used to live, literally one block up. In Caddy Corner, they built a Trader Joe's. So you're talking about from where I used to live, within three city blocks, it was four, four grocery, grocery stores. stores. Yeah, that's crazy. In three city and like blocks, high-end it grocery was stores. four grocery talking, stores. We're not talking shoppers and Safeways. I had a Giant, a Trader Joe's, a Harris Teeter, and a Whole Foods. The only thing y'all niggas didn't have was a Wegmans. Honestly, I mean, you had the top three. And we and you can't get a Wegmans because yeah. those are, the, yeah, they need too, too much space. It's right. Big. That's what I'm saying. When we yeah. talk, when we talk about the demands and how we leverage our voice, you need to write your city councilman, you need to write your um, your ANC commissioner, and you we need to continue to leverage our voice. We have gotten the police officers who were not charged. We've got them charged. They they switch from having the DA mm-hmm. in charge of that case. To having the governor said, no, 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 we're going to have the uh, attorney general. Mm. They went from having manslaughter charges put on that man to having second degree murder murder charges put on him. They went from only arresting him to arresting everybody. All all four of them. They've reopened Breonna Taylor's case. We've done a lot. They released released the boyfriend. I want to just talk about this. They had a no-knock warrant on the boyfriend of Breonna Taylor where the police... Entered into the house, shot, shot eight times. She had eight bullets in her. He shoots back, not knowing who the fuck they are, because they're in clothes. They're in plain clothes. Right. They yeah. don't announce themselves, and they have a no knock warrant. And they're looking for the wrong person who's already. And they're at the wrong apartment. They're at the wrong apartment, and, and the person they're looking for is already in, already been captured, already in custody, booked. already booked. He shoots back. They, first of all, they lock him up and they charge that nigga with attempted murder on a police officer. Your, I don't even know you're a police officer. Your voice, I want people to understand this, that your voice, your voice idiots. has that man, he's back at home and they've dropped our charges. They've arrested the police officer. They've reopened her case. There are so many things that have taken place. The, the... Uh, LA has begun to has begun to um, defund and divest. They've committed a one between one and one point five billion dollars to take away from L- LAPD. Yeah. Other places are beginning to do this mm-hmm. work. Uh, the biggest concern that people talk about is like, well, what does it look like? Nobody is saying that there shouldn't be policing police to police, right. but they need to police what they need to police. Also, we need to reduce policing. So certain people and communities are not criminalized. Mm. The more police that are policing, Mm -hmm. the more opportunities to criminalize people. I just saw this video this other day. They literally arrested and had this black boy handcuffed on his stomach going in on him for jaywalking. I remember. I saw that. Never. Never seen a white person in my life. You're going to see a lot of pettiness. Honestly, you you want to see a lot of oh I'm looking for a reason. And guess what? And what you're gonna also see is you're gonna see a lot of com- community policing. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see a lot of people holding people ac- accountable, accountable to the work that they have that they have uh, pledged mm-hmm. 
that they have committed to doing. So have you ever heard of MAD? Like his Mother's mother, against his drug driving. driving. Yeah. You do you know to understand the principle behind that though. Mm-mm. So I was talking to my boss, ironic. See, so this is another thing that's like has triggered uh, is people are having dialogue that I don't think people would ever imagine having before. Mm-hmm. And so as, and he's from Ireland. So no, is it Ireland? No, it's Italian? Yeah, Italy, Italy. He's from Italy. Anyway, poor city in Italy. But anyway, we were talking about MAD, and he was like, you know what? It would be great if we were able to start something very similar to MAD for police officers. We're in when police officers are, when there's a complaint mm-hmm. or some type of action that takes place that you can see, like, oh, this person has been involved in said thing. And I and they they start they started that. I'm glad that he brought that up because they started um, a, a part of the legislation a le- legislative change in the push. Mm-hmm. When we talk about policies. Is um, I just read that I forget where, um, but they have made it so that police uh, misconduct is mm-hmm. not secret anymore. Mm-hmm. It's made public. But it doesn't work if there's other people who are okay with the misconduct because like. I don't know if you saw it. It was like a tweet or some ad that the some some county in Florida was pretty much like, hey, was it Boston? It was Boston, mm-hmm. and it was another one where the people decided they weren't going to work anymore. And it was the county in Florida was like, oh, the police? We, yeah, we will take you. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that. I think it was somewhere in Florida where the the people, the police who. Have pushed the guy, the protest, the old mm. protest guy. First of all, but that was that was up north though. It wasn't yes. in Florida. That was in New York, Buffalo, New York, Buffalo. Yes. But the Florida people said, We're saying, hey, like, we, we will, will take, take you. you. We have great retirement and but all I no think, taxes. But I, I think that we have to hold them accountable. Right. We have to say like, we don't want bad police officers. We want you to recruit the best of the right. best. But we don't want to recruit people that are comfortable mm-hmm. and okay and blatantly and flagrantly. Right. Violating people's rights. But when your president is saying stupid things, I know we said we wasn't going to give him no type of acknowledgement. But when you're sitting here, forty five. When you have right, when you have forty five sitting here on national news, and I want to ask you ask you a question yeah. also, where he is like, don't protect your head when they're putting them in the in the uh, in the car yeah. or whatever. Like shove their heads in the joint. Make sure you bang their heads. Like don't be mm-hmm. soft on them. Like don't treat these people. As humans, like, mm-hmm. even though, you know, he's like, almost like, I'm giving you guys the Permission. thumbs up to play judge, you're an executioner mm-hmm. in reality. Like, don't treat these people as people. Police officers aren't supposed to do that. I'm still innocent even though you're arresting me. Right. I'm still innocent until I'm proven guilty. So treat me like a person. But if when 45 is telling you that don't treat me like a person, no, treat me worse than a dog because at least you're going to pick the little dog up and put them in right. the dog catcher's cage or whatever but you're going to tell them don't don't watch out for their hair like you normally do and you have cops clapping well what I will say is that these past 13 days hasn't changed somebody We ha- yes but we have the power to change that person's power and let's talk about uh, um, let's talk about um, I'm going to talk about he wants to start his campaign I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about a couple things I'm going to talk about November 3rd please get out there and vote I don't care whatever roadblocks that they put in front of you like they did in Georgia where niggas was only having one fucking machine and then it wasn't working yes. and then they didn't have no fucking provisional ballots. And then, no, then, they, try to, then they try to hit the curfew joint. Yeah, so, but the rule the rule in Georgia. Right, no, the, cops, the, 
The cops were telling them still that was in play, even though it wasn't. Yeah, but it didn't matter if it was in place or not because the rule when it comes to voting is regardless of what's going on, if right. you're in line, you can vote. No, I'm just saying, but the cops were basically right, telling them they, to go. Because it fucked them. Yeah. But November 3rd, get out there and vote. Get your absentee ballot mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about that bullshit. Um, but also, Georgia is fucked up and crazy and continue to call in and make sure that you let them know that that shit is fucked up and crazy. And you want to come back to the rally that he wants to have, Tulsa, Oklahoma, June 19th. June 19th, the massacre of Black Wall Street. Tulsa, Oklahoma is the home, is the, is, is the city cl- where closest, the major city closest to uh, a, a Green Greenfield or Greenwich, uh, Oklahoma, which is also known as the Black Wall Street, which we know in the 1920s was a... Uh, Crazy deadly riot mm-hmm. where um, white people who mm. are who were uncomfortable mm. and these were poor white people. I also I want to I want to just name this. These were poor trash ass white people who again white women yielding their white fragility mm-hmm. who said that she was in an elevator and somebody uh, the man inappropriately touched her. She had caught. She had made the claim. Uh, He went to jail. I want to give people the backstory about what happened. He went to jail, based off of this white lady's claim. They came to him and said, "Hey, you going to jail?" So he went to jail. The white people wanted to lynch the man, but the sheriff said no. The black people heard about this and they got armed from from green whatever. From Black Wall Street area, they came to the jail and they with their guns, armed people, and they said, Y'all not taking him. The white people came and was like, Oh, yes, we, oh, we finna lynch him. And that's like, no, you're not. They got mad about that. But really, what they got mad about, which is something that I'm dealing with every single day, is white people and people that proxy themselves to whiteness. Don't let me know. They are upset at the audacity of black people to operate in excellence. Mm. I'm going to say it again. Mm. There are white people out there and people that proxy to whiteness. Mm. They are intimidated and feel some kind of way about the audacity of black people to operate in excellence. So, those poor-ass white people felt some kind of way about this Negro town mm-hmm. that had churches and banks and movie theaters flourishing. and stores flourishing beyond flourishing. They said that the dollar, which I'm gonna talk, which I've talked about a little bit about supporting black business, but they said that the dollar stayed in that community a hundred times over mm. before it left that community. Of course, we got a problem with that. We get a fucking dollar, and that shit is. It's Everybody else's pocket. Everybody's pocket. You might get a couple cents to the dollar. If that. But the audacity of black people to be excellent, it roused up something in, in crackers. Mm. It roused something up in their ass. Mm. Because when they look at you, they want to see you poor and destitute. They're comfortable with you being in that position. Of course. But you're when not you, a threat. You're, you're not poor. a threat. But when you are educated and you operate in excellence, that is a threat to the notion that they proliferate mm-hmm. of you being inferior. And so they want to strike that down. Mm. So what they do, they march over to Black Wall Street and they they they, they terrorize it. They, that is domestic terrorism. They terrorize the people. They had no reason to do that besides their own little egos mm. 
being threatened. They burned it down. So the fact that that is a well-known story, mm-hmm. or well enough, is is it's known. Well it's known. Somebody knows. It's known well enough within society for somebody in Trump's camp to be like nigga. This ain't right. For him to show his ass up on that day. On that day, at that city to mm-hmm. rally. At all the cities, go to go to South Carolina where you love to go. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what what some what some people have done. They've started going on. Mm-hmm. They started going on and booking the tickets. Like black people are booking mm. the tickets, so they book up all the tickets and then don't nobody show right. up. Right. Ah. Yeah, because he already said somebody he don't want to see people in masks. He don't want to see people's uh, yeah. social distancing. But they have to sign a waiver so like they don't mm-hmm. sue him for like catching corona. Which I also want to point this out. Corona is still a thing. It is absolutely. Like, please make sure that you are social distancing and that you're wearing your mask and that you're adhering to the CDC and that you're following all the the precautions that are out there. But most importantly, I want you to know that your voice is powerful. It is. I wish we had read the thing that you sent me. What? Because like, that I was blowing you? up as far as like what this protesting has done. You start talking about it a little bit, but it was a whole lot that's going on that um, that has become or from the result of everybody protesting. Yes. Um, Maybe I should just share Oh, that. yeah, yeah. So the results from the protest, things that have taken place in the protest. Yeah. You talked about a couple of Just in case people are, are are unsure. That your voice is being heard. That your voice is totally being heard. And things are occurring because of it. Um, I sent that to you. You did. Check my Facebook. Check my Facebook. Did you put it on your Facebook? I definitely did. Yes. Because I want I, I think I'm glad that you brought it back to that. Just in case people are like, I'm not sure. Like I it's all in vain. Yeah, like, no, it's not. Like, you got it. Oh, okay, yes. So, within 10 days of sustained protests, Minneapolis has banned chokeholds, and other, and other cities have too. Charges are upgraded against Officer Chauvin and his accomplices are arrested and charged. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. Dallas has adopted a duty to intervene rule that I love that. You are now legally obligated. If you see some shit, if you see a police officer do something wrong and you're a police officer, you cannot, you have a duty to intervene or you'll be charged. Well, also want to talk about something that's like in the reverse though. Did you hear about, I can't remember what city it was where they're talking about now you're not allowed to film police officers No, I while on duty? That. Yes. No, I didn't see that. Why are you, continue, sorry. Maryland, um, a bipartisan work group have announced a police reform. New Jersey Attorney General said the state will update its use of force. Over in overseas, they've also uh, changed. Oh, I think Ireland or somewhere overseas is no longer going to export chemical war, uh, chemical, um, what did you call it? Uh, pepper spray mm-hmm. or shields to America. Um, MBTA agrees to stop using public buses to transport police officers. Did you see the, the 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 bus driver when they put all the people on the thing for protesting, and the police officer, the uh, bus driver refused to drive? Did you see that? That's solidarity, nigga. Mm. That's solidarity. Um, police brutality captured on cameras leads to near immediate suspensions and firing of officers in Buffalo and Fort Lauderdale. 
monuments, Confederate monuments, mm. have been removed. Oh my yes, God, that they, oh, they, me up. They decapitating them. They throwing them in the trash. Yep. They're getting rid of them. There are so many things that are happening. They're renaming. They're starting to think about renaming um, military bases. Re- yes. Try, even though even though 45 was like, I'm not doing that. Nigga, bye. Bye. Um, there's pro- globally protests against racial equality have uh, have been sparked all over the world. Rallies and memorials have happened in Europe, in Mexico, in Canada, in Brazil, in Australia. Um, the second week of protests and issues of racism, police brutality, and oppression um, have really just seized the conversation, mm-hmm. which brings me back to companies and corporations that are weak, that have not stood up. Mm. I'm going to talk about the NFL that made the statement, which I appreciate. I thought that. But, unless and until, and I'm so glad that players are saying that until you name fucking Colin Kaepernick by name. I don't know if they can. Who can? I don't know if they can because of the whole lawsuit. No, they better figure out a way. When you do, when you do a nigga wrong, you got to figure that out. That's up to you to figure out. I feel you. I want to shout out to the pressure that we continue to put on that we put on people. Apple Music, Apple fucking Music on Blackout Tuesday mm. said, "Oh, we're gonna have to pause. The entertainment can wait." So when Karen woke her Karen ass up and thought she was gonna go jog to some iTunes, her <laughs> Karen fucking tunes, as they say. Guess what she heard? Snoop. Fight the power. <laughs> Black is beautiful. <laughs> Fuck the police. Fuck the police. That's what she heard. <laughs> Man, major man, Ben man. and Jerry's man, Ben and Jerry's been going so Work hard, up. nigga. I'm lactose intolerant. That's and ben, all the ice cream we buy. And I brought some motherfucking Ben and Jerry's, some chunky donkeys, some motherfucking um American American uh, American Dream. American Dream. That's just shit. That's I, my shit. I know you because ah, you know me. Yeah, I brought some. I brought some American Dream, and I didn't give a fuck that that ice cream was motherfucking twenty eight dollars for two right. ounces, nigga. I brought it any fucking way because that's how the fuck you stand right. up. Ben, ben was out there, or Jerry, one of them out there, out there on DC, out there. I know. I am so proud, and that's what I want us to know that our collective voices we have power. I hope that on. Um, in August, when we have the march, that people come out and march to D.C., um, I hope that whenever 45's birthday, everybody floods his timelines with Obama. pictures of Obama since his petty ass don't want to uncover the portrait. Yeah. But the most important act, the most revolutionary act that you can do is use your voice. Go out there and vote. Go out there and let and, and hold people accountable. Hold people, yeah. Hold when you see something, say, say something. something. If your friend ain't said shit, right, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. It's a problem, and you need to say something to them. I mm. put, I said, I put this in our group text. I said, uh, or maybe I didn't. Black people that are uncomfortable mm-hmm. with making white people uncomfortable make me uncomfortable. Mm. Because if you will prioritize the comfortability of white folks that are benefiting off of a structure that was built off of the backs of your ancestors, Mm. none of this was possible. I say this all the time. If we burn everything down, it was ours to motherfucking burn. Mm. Good night. I'm so proud of you guys. 
each of you. We miss you guys. First, we of all. do miss you guys. We missed you guys. Thank We're- you for loving us and for being here. Hopefully, we see you out at the protest. Say you fly, if your friends say you loyal, throw your rollies in the sky for the trellis.